Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Page two, as Paul Harvey used to say. <laughs> and now uh, the rest of the story. <laughs> the story. I used to listen to that guy all the time. I loved that guy. He, he was the number one radio it. show. Back when people thought Rush Limbaugh was the number one radio show, Limbaugh oh. himself came over the air and said, no, actually the number one radio show is Paul Harvey. And I found Paul Harvey a little more palatable. And he used, you know, he used some humor. But today, he wouldn't make it. He'd be run out of the business. So All he had I, to do is use the term man and woman, and he wouldn't make it. it yeah. It's not hard oh to not God. make it today. Yeah, I remember some, oh, he said some things that now would be, oh, they'd crucify the guy. He, for instance, I remember one time he said, if you move to this country and refuse to learn the language of the country, that's the same as your spouse dying and you get remarried, but you keep a picture of your first spouse on the <laughs> nightstand. <laughs> and you know what's so funny is all over the world, America's condemned for wanting its own national language, for <laughs> wanting its own borders. The countries condemning us have their own national language and their own borders. Yeah. You know what? Everywhere I've traveled, I've had to learn how to speak the native language just to order a glass of water or find a bathroom. You're expected to at least try. And we're going to get to the border a little bit later, folks. But, you know, I, I don't know any other countries that are just saying, no, you know, everywhere I go, I have to show my passport to cross the border. I, even Canada or Mexico or, you know, friendly nations, I have to show a passport. And by the way, <laughs> here we go on the rabbit trails. In order to vote in Mexico, you have to show an ID and prove that you're a Mexican citizen. In order to I get guess. into the Democratic National Convention, you have to show ID. You just don't have to show yeah. that same ID to vote. Yeah, yeah. So there, we, we have our own standards, or someone is making up standards for us that everyone else would consider ludicrous. So I well, and the people at the top making this all up don't really believe this drivel for a moment. They just know it can divide the country, thus yeah, destroy yeah. the country, thus they can take over the country. And if any of you out yeah, there think I'm talking conspiracy, well, try to understand. <laughs> I am. You know what? Conspiracies are real. Yeah, and as I said earlier about the other, I think so much of it is about control. I think power and control is the most addictive thing that can get into a human system. And when people get in power, they don't want to lose power. And they'll do whatever it takes. They'll say whatever it takes. They'll make people disappear or whatever it takes in order to keep that power. And, uh, or they'll uh, stop counting the election results at midnight and wake up in the next morning with a whole different result. Maybe even something like that. Well, we might touch on that subject in a little bit. Now, I need to ask you this because I don't live out there anymore. And I try to avoid problems and stuff. When, I'm, when I go to San Diego, I want to enjoy myself and see my friends and eat some Mexican food and maybe go to the beach. But I need to ask you, what's the situation at the border there for you guys? Well, I don't follow the local news much. Brendan could probably tell you. I follow national news more than local. It's, but nothing, it, nothing that's been alerting anybody in the fields I walk in. From, from what I understand, okay. it's not as bad as Texas. Texas is horrendous right now in that border area. Well, a lot of the wall that Trump built, yeah. well, a lot of it had already been built in San Diego, I believe, even before yeah, Trump. Yeah. Isn't that right? And then he... Yes. 
So, you know, we're not in as bad shape as other places. But it's funny how I would also state that mainstream media has actually been very, very critical of Joe Biden's border policies as well, actually stating that they're actually worse than Trump's. I think that's very quite interesting. So it's negative on all sides of the spectrum, no matter what side of political spectrum you are. You are very, very negative and critical against him for well, Biden probably thinks he lives on the border of Japan. So you got (laughs) to cut the guy a little bit of slack. Yeah, probably. You know, and you're right, Texas, it's a mess here, but they're doing everything they can. And, and our governor is not shy about taking action. So he's sent National Guard troops down there, and they've put up that razor wire, which is really maybe a little effective. You know, all they have to do is throw a rug over the top of it. But he's trying to do what the federal government won't do and should do. So we're doing our best here. And people that live here are pretty uncomfortable about the whole thing. And I mentioned that a few shows back. I cited some cases of people who have lived near the border and their ranches and stuff and how their animals are being indiscriminately killed and people litter. It really has created a mess, but it's escalated a bit, at least in news, because the end of Title 42, which was not a permanent solution, but it was something just to try to help the crisis a little bit. And there was a lot of concern that there was just going to be this surge and a half a million people were just going to storm the gate and come pouring into the country. Now, it has escalated, and I want to give some statistics about that. But the border is a big problem, especially here where I live in Texas. And it is there where you live, too. I mean, Tijuana has always been a tough situation because I remember way back 30, 40 years ago, you know, every night they'd catch people and take them, let them spend the night, give them a meal, give them a shower, and put them on buses and take them back across the border. And so people were coming across so they could at least get a meal. It's always been a problem there, but with the current stuff going on, it's something to be concerned about. Now, here are some stats according to the Customs and Border Protection Agency. In April of this year alone, just in the month of April, Border Patrol agents encountered 16 people who were on the FBI's terror watch list attempting to enter the U.S. illegally. These are terrorists, people on on the FBI. Well, they'd have to be stupid to try to enter it in any other place. Why not go where the pickings are green? But that's concerning that potential terrorists are in the mix in this thing, and they can hide in the mess. They try to get through. And those are the 16 that they caught just in the month of April. That's staggering. That's more than the combined totals of 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 combined didn't have that many potential terrorists, people in the FBI's terrorist watch list. They didn't have that many in four years, and we had that much just in April. So I think things are escalating based on that. Here's another one. There have been 98 encounters at the border between ports of entry this year so far, 98. And we're not even halfway through the year yet. That equals the total for the entire year last year. And in the years 2018 through 2021, there were a total of 28. There have been 98 already this year. So this, if you put that on a chart, on a graph, it would look staggering. This thing is escalating to a very, very dangerous level. We're talking about people who are on the FBI's terror watch list, folks. Not just, you know, there are all kinds of people trying to get in for various reasons. 
And I, I've been honest. Are about they it. on the terrorist watch service. list above or below the PTA members and parents that go to PTA meetings? <laughs> oh, now, you know, don't mess with the PTA. You don't want to offend those people. <laughs> Encounters at the borders between ports of entry involving people on the FBI's terror watch list. In the previous five years, it averaged out 21 a year. We're on pace right now for 235 in one year. That's just mind blowing. It should startle people. It should cause concern. It, it should scare you that that's the kind of thing that's happening right now. Now, the Border Patrol people, and I know some of them, they're, they're good people. They're doing their best. They're understaffed. They're handcuffed sometimes because of the government. But they're trying. I'll tell you something else. In Texas here where I live, South Texas, and I'm three hours from the border. Mexican nationals who have moved here legally through proper channels, people of Hispanic descent, yeah, they all want to see the border. They're, they're very unhappy that this is happening, especially people who worked hard, got the paperwork. Did yeah, they did it the right here. way. Yeah, and now now we're just welcoming people and we're giving them free health care. We're letting them vote. We're just, just opening the door and giving them a, a blank check. And, and there are people, they're ticked off. I'm going to say that. That's the phrase I'll need to use for this show. They're ticked off. <laughs> they're not happy about it. So it's a huge problem. Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.